because the audio really shouldn't be an afterthought. The audio should be built into the entire project from the beginning. Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Audio Leads. My name is Alessandra and I'm going to be your host. I am a radio journalist and podcaster myself. One of my responsibilities at Rumble Studio is to explore new ways of creating and recording podcasts. Sound is powerful and influences us in many different ways within our lives. Jody Krangle, my guest, is a voice actor, singer, solopreneur, podcaster and media geek. She is a brand in itself. She'll tell us more about her her podcast, and why audio branding can be so influential. Hello, Jody. Could you please introduce yourself? Could you explain what is it that you do precisely? Hi, Alessandra. Thanks so much for having me on the show, first off. I really appreciate that. I have been a voice actor since 2007. That is a full-time job, and I pretty much love every minute of it. <laughs> uh, I work for a bunch of different companies all over the world in many different industries. And usually my projects are five minutes of finished audio or less. So that lends itself to commercials and narrations, usually corporate narrations. So web videos and uh, what you would call corporate anthems for uh, companies that have them displayed on their website. And my voice tends to lend itself to certain industries better than others. So I tend to work a lot in the healthcare industry, in the finance industry, sometimes in tech, and uh, a lot in retail because, you know, you can get a little chipper with that. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, friendly, warm with a hint of gravitas is kind of where where my sweet spot is, I guess you could say. It sounds like you have a 48 hours day. Your multiple activities are intimately linked to one another. Can you tell us more about your podcast, Audio Branding, the Hidden Gem of Marketing? As far as the podcast is concerned, the reason I started that is because I'm really interested in how sound affects our lives both our buying decisions and our daily lives. So my podcast is called Audio Branding, The Hidden Gem of Marketing, and it deals with a whole bunch of different topics around this, including how sound heals us and can harm us, how it can influence our other senses. Um, you know, if you... You can influence what you taste by what you hear. It's really interesting how our brains work. I talk about audio branding, so how companies can use sound to make a deeper connection with their clients. I talk about voice AI and voice synthesis, audio NFTs on occasion, audio diversity, so hearing more diverse voices in ads, for instance. I talk about podcasting and jingles and filmmaking and sound design and storytelling and public speaking, which can be uh, a big thing for a lot of people. I know that they have a hard time with public speaking on a general basis. And I research about sound. So I've even talked about machine learning and machines learning to create music and about the sounds that the cosmos makes. So It's not quite as quiet in space as you might imagine. It's just we can't hear it ourselves. <laughs> so it's just a really interesting topic. It seems as if you wanted to share this huge knowledge you acquired about the power of audio. When and why you decided to launch your podcast? Why audio branding is so important to you and to brands? 
Well, I had a lot of interest in the whole audio thing, being a voice actor and noticing that a lot of my clients were unfortunately kind of tacking my voiceovers on at the end, like the bow on the present or the icing on the cake. And yeah, I mean, that's always flattering and everything that it sort of helps make the end product better. But the idea that it was only being thought of at the end kind of made me sit back and think about that a little, because the audio really shouldn't be an afterthought. The audio should be built into the entire project from the beginning. And it just didn't make any sense to me that someone wouldn't be paying attention to it in that kind of a sense, because it was such a big thing. It made such a big impact on the end result. So I started my podcast back in November of 2019, mostly because I was just really interested to interview my clients on this kind of thing. I wanted to know why they were thinking of it or not thinking of it, what considerations they had before figuring out what sound to use. And I wanted to talk with audio branding companies specifically about how it makes such a huge impact on the final result and on the company itself and how they relate to their audience. So I really think that for brands, this is a hugely impactful consideration that they should be thinking about right from the start, because an audience will forgive bad video. They won't forgive bad sound. You can, if you go to, I think YouTube did an actual study on this, but if you, if you look at YouTube and you go looking and you see a video that's really gorgeous, but the audio is just horrible and broken or broken up and staticky or the, um, the mic just echoes all over the place or they're in a room with a really high ceiling and lots of, um, hard surfaces around them and everything's echoing and it just sounds awful, then that, you know, you might listen to it for a little bit, but you're not going to keep listening and it'll, it'll just really turn you off and it will actually impress you. Um, it, it will make you think less of the company itself for putting something like that out there. So I think it's really I think it's a lot more important than people think it is and something that companies large and small should really be considering very seriously before they put something out there. Let's talk now about audience. How did you build it? Who are they? How do you interact with them? In the beginning, it's hard to build a loyal audience. Do you have any suggestions, best practices? Well, I built my audience through word of mouth from my guests sharing their interview on social media and from a Facebook group that I have called The Power of Sound. That's a place where I interact with my audience a lot. I also have weekly clubhouse discussions in my club, which is named the same thing, The Power of Sound. And I have those every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern. I have chats about all sorts of sound-related topics that have to do with my podcast. And people can interact with me there, too. And because it's voice, they're actually hearing me speak to them, which I think is a much more intimate kind of medium than regular social media. So they can also leave audio messages on my podcast's website and they can review the podcast. And I often read those reviews in the podcast itself to thank them for taking the time. 
As for best practices, just being consistent is key. If people are interested in your topic and they know that you'll be releasing an episode at a certain time on a certain day of the week, every week or every month, whatever your frequency is, then they'll show up to listen. When you stop being consistent is when they'll get confused and replace your podcast with another one that is consistent. So um, also be passionate about your subject. It's that passion that will carry you through the thought that no one is listening. And every podcaster has had that thought. (laughs) Ultimately, this is a really passive audience we're reaching. They're probably not going to engage all that much, to be honest. The medium makes it possible for them to sit back and just listen. That's what they like about this. They They didn't sign up to interact. If they want to, then you really know that they want to. But honestly, don't expect it. Jody, you are releasing one episode a week and one of them is a solo one. Tell us more about the whole process. How many people are involved in the production? How much time do you spend on it? And what are the costs? I do release an episode a week, but I put in solo episodes when I feel like it, not on any set schedule. Those are usually five to seven minutes long, and I go into a bit more detail about resources and link to videos and audio within my blog, hosting the player at the top of the blog so folks can listen and read the resources at the same time if they'd like. I tend to do that if I discover a topic I want to go into more detail with myself. Otherwise, I release a part one and part two episode splitting up a 60-minute interview into two, and I find that that gives me a little bit of a buffer so that I don't need to rush getting new guests and can be a bit more picky about who joins me. The team is basically just myself and my audio editor, a colleague of mine in Portugal named Umberto Franco, and he's really talented. I spend an hour interviewing the guest, I pre-record an intro of my guest, and then I upload things to Umberto. He takes a few hours to edit the podcast and then sends it back to me for approval. I pick out a snippet of audio from within the the interview to put at the front of the episode as a kind of teaser to let people know what the episode will be about. And I let Umberto know where those audio snippets can be found. Then he puts the podcast together for the final with those audio snippets, my intro and other sound design. And he sends me back the finished audio for approval. And if that's all good, I upload to Captivate, put it on my website, upload to YouTube. So probably I'd say it's about six or so hours per interview between the both of us, though that takes up two weeks since the interview is split into two parts. And then there's the promoting it on social media, which takes up more time. (laughs) So it does take up a fair bit of time. Costs can be anywhere from $100 to $200 per two-part episode. It really depends on how much I outsource. But as you can probably tell, I don't make money from this podcast. (laughs) It's a passion project that occasionally gets my voice in front of people who might be hiring a voice actor. And that's just fine with me. What I love this podcast for is making deeper connections with the people who hire voice talent so I can understand what their pain points are and what they are most concerned about and then keep in contact with them later on. And in your opinion, what are the pluses of doing this podcast? 
I'm meeting a lot of really interesting people. I'm making deeper contacts. I'm also becoming a someone that people think is an authority in the area of sound and audio branding. So that is really helpful to my voiceover career because it lets people know that I'm not a one trick pony. <laughs> but uh, also, it, it makes deeper connections with people. And uh, I think that when they understand that I have a passion for some things that they also have a passion for, that it gives us a, a point of um, relatability for one another. And I think that helping that no like trust factor in getting people to work with you is something that really can't be underestimated. What are the costs? Are they offset by the visibility that the podcast brings you? Can you develop? The costs are definitely offset by the visibility the podcast brings to me. Ultimately, it's something I enjoy doing or I wouldn't do it. And it's a long tail marketing plan as well. Something that's out there forever now that anyone can find if they search for the topic. And the topic is a very popular one. Audio is becoming more and more important as we start using devices like Google Home and Alexa, and as people get screen fatigue, definitely in this era of Zoom, uh, I think a lot of us have had more than enough of video. <laughs> as companies need to differentiate themselves through sound alone, this is only going to get more important. And they are becoming wise to the idea that you can make a deeper connection with your audience if you use sound to help augment that experience. How did you pick this topic? Were you hesitating between several issues? What was the trigger to go for it? Originally, when I decided I wanted to do a podcast, it was actually the summer of 2019. And I had something out there called Jody's Silver Linings. And really all it was was a bunch of collections of blog posts that I would read Um You know, I'm a voice actor, so speaking from a script is kind of second nature to me. <laughs> um, and I put together these little podcasts and would talk about conventional wisdom, like you don't have to be productive every second of the day. Or if you're experiencing a moment, you don't have to take your phone out to take a picture. You know, you can just experience the moment. It doesn't need to be documented for Instagram. <laughs> You know, this kind of stuff. But I was finding that people started asking me to be a life coach. And that was really not where I was going with this. So the interesting thing about podcasts is that when you do a podcast on a particular topic, it makes you seem like to the people who are listening, you are an authority on the topic that you're talking about. And I didn't want to be an authority on conventional wisdom. That was not my original idea for why I wanted to do a podcast. So I took a step back and I rethought. And rethinking, I came back to the topic of, well, what am I really interested in? And I'm really interested in sound. I'm a voice actor. I've been a singer since before I could talk. My parents are very musical. Uh, my sister is very musical. We've had music in our entire family from, you know, the beginning of everything. My mom's a singer and my dad plays guitar and piano. So it's always been a part of my life. And it just seemed to me like I can't be the only one. <laughs> so I wanted to share my love of sound, but I also wanted to explore what made it important and what 
the interesting things were that sound added to our lives and how it helps us relate to each other as human beings. So for me, that topic is hugely important. And as a voice actor who loves what she does, I thought that helping others to understand that love and passion of sound might be useful. Thanks for listening to this episode of Audio Leads. If you enjoyed this conversation, follow us on our social channels, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. And if you're interested in recording podcasts faster and easier, you can have a free trial on rumble.studio.